Welcome to It's Jessica, Not Jennifer, the podcast. Together, let's learn about the strengths we didn't know we had and deal with the fears we didn't know existed. And now here's your host, Jessica. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of It's Jessica, Not Jennifer. I have my husband here with me today as my guest. Hello, hello. How are you doing today, babe? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. good. I took a three-hour nap today. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Michael is a truck driver, and he wakes up at 3 in the morning, 4 uh, usually, in the morning. Yeah, between 2 and 3. Yeah. yeah, between 2 and 3 in the morning yeah, yeah, yeah. to go to work. So he's pretty tired, pretty tired by this time. Um <laughs> It is like 6.30 p.m. right now. Yeah, something like that. I forgot my phone. Yeah. In about an hour, we, um, we're going to start doing our bedtime routine with the kids. So I wanted to record this episode really quick um, so that we can we could bring something new for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to start off by saying thank you to everyone that listened to my first episode. I really appreciate the support. I had a lot of people text me and tell me, you know how good the episode was obviously thank you to brian and stephanie yeah. for sharing i really appreciate that um but yes also thank you for everyone that listened because that makes me feel really good yeah, that yeah. that people are listening and that they enjoyed the episode yeah, yeah. i thought it was great you know um as i wanted to put it out as, as soon as possible yeah i felt like that, that it was a, a perfect episode or, a, yeah. or as perfect as it can get right? yeah of course nothing's perfect yeah, yeah. right nothing's perfect but it felt really nice to put something out there that, that that yeah, that was super important. Yeah. Um, that not a lot of people talk about and uh, something real. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Right? Yeah, something real. Um, that episode actually is kind of funny because it wasn't even planned. Yeah. They they happened to be here hanging out for something else, um, and I I asked them, hey, do you guys? Because we were having a really meaningful conversation before mm-hmm. pressing record. And, uh, you know, Michael was like, let's just get this on, <laughs> on, on the podcast. And I'm glad that we did. Cause that was, that was a really nice conversation. Super cool. Yeah. And, um, and thank you to them for being so open and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate that from them. Um, I hope they're listening. So thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to just ask, I, I want to start off by asking you how, how your week has been and then we'll, we'll dive in and into today's topic uh well so far it's, it's, it's good but it is just monday <laughs> but yeah all the way good so far you know i got home early uh, i spent a lot of time with the kids and yeah we mm-hmm. nap together mm-hmm. i like those days yeah yeah those are always good days Hell yeah. yeah we had a good weekend um we did go to church yesterday which is really nice mm-hmm. felt good to be to spend family time um and yeah, we're just trying to navigate this thing called life with uh, having two little kids. Mm-hmm. Right now we have Michael's mom babysitting them so that we can record this episode. Yeah, we told her to take them around the block a few times because uh, they tend to like walk in and out and um, they, they, they're they constantly on joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so um, I did want to share too that um, we had some customers uh, well, at my job we had some customers c- 
call me Jennifer. Oh, man. <laughs> today, no. No, not today. Not today, but since we recorded. <laughs> since since we recorded, they, they called me Jennifer. And you, I, I thought it was funny. You should say that there's no beef with, with Jennifer's, right? No, no beef with Jennifer's. Um, I have, we have a Jennifer in our family. Yeah. I love her. Jennifer's super cool. No beef with her. I just don't understand why they call me Jennifer. That, that that's the beef. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the beef is that I, I don't get why they call me Jennifer. Um, to me, it doesn't sound the same. Yeah. I mean, I it, yeah. Yeah. Maybe people just confuse the letters. They're, but I don't think it's all of us are a little bit dyslex- dyslexic. I guess so. Point. I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny, especially now. It's it's funnier because I'm like, oh great. But how do they do it? They they just like, hey Jennifer. Yeah, or, or Jennifer called me, just returning her call. Uh huh. Like that. Yeah, that always actually Jessica. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they get corrected, but it's pretty funny. Um, so today I wanted to talk about, um, I guess the transition of like being single um, and then being a couple but no kids to being parents because mm-hmm. um, I, I think that not a lot of people talk about it and it's hard mm-hmm. it's hard it's actually it's it's enjoyable don't get me wrong I am completely happy with my life as a mom and as a wife like um, especially at the age that I'm at now, I feel like this was the time to, you know, to start a family and, and to do our thing as, as a, as a married couple. But, um, but sometimes I, I like, I beat myself up a little bit cause I'm like, okay, am I doing a good job? Am I being a good wife? Am I being a good mom? I think so. You know? Oh, you think just, or, or, I mean, do you ever like, I know, um, women can be a little more hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the, the person that I am, I, I'm very, um, I'm very hard on myself. Um, even growing up, I always thought, okay, am I being a good daughter? I don't want to disappoint my parents. Um, and that's just me, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the way I am. Um, but you, as a as a husband and as a dad, do you ever feel like you have those feelings? Uh, not as much as you. I, I feel like I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. The the, the hardest part was uh, transitioning from uh, like single to married. Or, yeah. Or single to like. So like uh, being a, in a relationship. Yeah, to a serious relationship. Yeah. 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 There, there was no more uh, out till five six in the morning. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think that was that was a, a transition. Um, so just to give a little backstory, mm-hmm. we we met. Uh, we were both 27. Yeah. Um, so we were we were both at an age where um, we weren't going to be messing around. We, we we didn't want something serious. Yeah. Um, when we started talking, we actually had that conversation like hey um you know is are you looking for something serious or you're looking for just um pretty soon in too like it wasn't no um and a year later right (laughs) right and um what i what i love most about michael is that 
For one, he's super caring, super genuinely nice. <laughs> um, great. Thank you, babe. Uh, just, just a great guy. I love that about him right off the bat. Um, but I also love that we had an understanding. Mm -hmm. Like whenever I would bring something up, Michael understood me. Michael knew exactly where I was coming at. I didn't have to explain myself. Um, you know, mm. like we were, we were there. Yeah. I think it's a similar upbringing. That's why. Yeah. Probably the age too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's just the person that you are. Mm. I think we were both ready. Like, uh, people that were with before, um, like they didn't take us serious or maybe we weren't taking them very serious either. It just wasn't meant to yeah, be. Yeah, I think we just found each other at the right time. Yeah. And, yes. And, like. And it's crazy that we're we're in the room where we met the first time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I I forget sometimes. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that seeing it now, like the bigger picture, um, it was just meant to be. Um, it obviously was not meant to be, with whoever we were with before. Um. And man, I'm so happy about that because <laughs> that would have sucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm so happy now, you know? I love my kids. Thank you. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah, sorry. A little backstory. We met when we were 27. Yeah. See how that happens? You just keep going. So, we met when we were 27. We established off the bat that we wanted something uh, that was going to go somewhere. Um, no hard feelings if it didn't, but we 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 had a lot in common, more than we thought. Uh, very similar upbringing. My mom was Salvadorian. My dad's Guatemalan. Michael's parents are Guatemalan, so we we did bond mm -hmm. on that. We had same lingo. Yeah, same food. Um, we always talk about this, like being uh, Hispanic. For the most part, you're gonna have similar similarities yeah, but there are with food language, and yeah, but there are differences with different countries. Um, but obviously, we weren't like, you know, two different races, or mm. so that that obviously helped. Um, yeah, like they're, they're like uh, Guatemala and Salvador, they're not that far apart, but they have different words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, different words, but it it's very similar. Like uh, you, you have that cousin uh, Jose. Like I, I just thought it was so funny that. Uh, I don't know what they were joking about, but they, they ended up saying the word chumpa. It's because we were hanging out for my cousin's bridal party, uh -huh. and you actually yeah. asked them, uh, that's my Salvadorian side of the family, yeah. you asked them, uh, what's the most Salvi word that, uh, that oh, you guys yeah. know? That's <laughs> yeah. what it was. No, but it was only after they said that, though. Oh, after okay. After they said that, I was like, damn, there's more words. Yeah, <laughs> there's more words, and one of the words uh, for my Salvi people out there is chumpa. I didn't, I didn't know what that was. Like we we call it jacket, you know. Yeah. <laughs> chamarra. You know? Yeah, yeah. Or poncho. Poncho yeah, or yeah, chamarra. Yeah, chumpa. I never heard of that one. Or sweater. Yeah, you yeah. know. To, to this day, like I think Jose, like he trips out. He's like, oh, well, he's talking to me, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I call him chumpa. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's chumpa yeah. is your jacket. He's super cool, but he he's never told me. No, no. What's up with that? Yeah, no, he's super cool. And they all like you, so. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, right off the bat, we knew we wanted something serious. Uh, it ended up working out. Um, 2017 is when we started, you know, going out. And then 
2019 mm-hmm. is when I got pregnant with our our first kid, um, yeah, our son Andrew, and I want to go into a little bit of of my birth story from my point of view, and if it's okay with you from your point of view, because mm-hmm. I think it's very different. Yeah. Um, when you find out you're gonna be a mom, you you become a mom right away. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in the sense that, like as soon as I found out I was pregnant, uh, I mean, it wasn't an accident. Um, he he was planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was We're planned. For like what, two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we decided, okay, uh, we're, we're pretty serious. We're at the age where we're ready. We wanted a kid and we, we got pregnant. Yeah. We got pregnant right away. Uh, thank God. You know, we were very yeah. blessed. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Cause there's, there's a lot of people out there that are struggling and, you know, just keep, for, the, for them, just keep them hanging in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think a, a lot of it too is like, we didn't stress out about it. Mm-hmm. We were just like, well, you know, it's going to happen yeah. when it happens. Yeah. Uh, we weren't like, trying uh, yeah i don't know you know it's just everyone's so different because i always think okay it's because of this that it's not happening or it happened because of this but no 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 ladies like everyone is just different and it's god's timing and when it's gonna happen it's gonna happen but anyway so i got pregnant Mm -hmm. and when you when you become pregnant i feel like you become a mom right away um in, in the sense that you know, you you fall in love right away. You're super excited. Um, most cases, right? This is my story. Um, you stop drinking because <laughs> you you want yeah. a healthy. You have to. Um, you want a healthy baby. You want to, yeah. obviously. No more meth. No more meth. <laughs> um, you you try to watch what you eat too. Yeah. Like I mean, I couldn't eat anymore. I couldn't go out for sushi anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's a lot of things that I gave up. At that time, I was not eating any red meat. That was my choice. Um, Nothing to do with the pregnancy. Uh, I'll get into that later down the line, why I gave up meat. But um, at that time, I was not eating any red meat. Um, So I was really trying to do my thing. Before that, I was exercising, going to the gym every day, I wanted a healthy baby and I was excited to be a mom. Um, so women, you get pregnant right away, you become a mom. Um, I know, I know Michael was excited, but it's a different, different, at different stages, right? That Uh, excitement or that, that preparation. Uh So I want to touch on, um, when it was time to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. So, again, I'll, I'll touch more on this later, but I was a high-risk pregnancy, which meant that I was going to be induced at 38 weeks. Um, for those of you that don't know, a full-term pregnancy is... Actually, it's 38 to 40. Mm-hmm. At 38, uh, 38 weeks... It, it is already considered, uh, you know, like fully developed. 
you know it's not it's not considered um premature mm-hmm. uh, but you know typically 40 weeks is what they say you should go to right but yeah. um you wanted to just to make sure that there was no complications yeah like right um we could we could have made it or you could have made it to 40 weeks but they chose to do it uh, as soon as possible yeah to not put me um at in, in any harm and to not put the baby in any harm um of course um i went to my mom right away i told her hey this is the plan and she's like okay okay mija like my mom always did um lo vamos a poner en las manos de Dios. We're going to put it in God's hands and you know God has the final the final say. Um and I I believe that 100%. Um so we go it's the night that I have to get induced. It actually happened to be one of our really good friends birthday that night. Yeah. Um and at the time you know, they all got together. They were going to go party. <laughs> and that was like the first thing that I, I felt. I don't know how you felt, babe. But that was the first thing where I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're not going to go party yeah. with our friends. Because we would have been in that group for sure. Mm. No doubt about it. Uh, we're not going to go party with our friends. We are going to go have a baby. Yeah, and even if you were going to do that night, like it's, it's not cute to go out there with a pregnant No, <laughs> it's not cute. Yeah. Uh, we weren't going out like that. Nah, nah, we had uh, already. Yeah. Yeah, we were already getting, getting ready. I was in full nest mode before, right before having the, the baby. Um, so we go to the hospital and they, when you first get there, they check you, um, to see how dilated you are. Um, that basically means how much you've opened up, uh, for the baby to come out, Right. Um, and I was, I think I was two centimeters dilated. Oh, man. Was I, it I, much? I thought it was like zero just cause. No, no. Oh, you were a little I bit was bit. already a okay. little dilated. Um, yeah. Cause, cause that first night I remember we showed up and it was basically a sleepover at Kaiser. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> it was late. It was super late. It was like maybe eight. Yeah. It was eight well, um, on a Friday that we took off. And that was a Saturday. I'm pretty sure it was a Friday. Maybe. Okay. So anyway, we show up late um, and they're like, okay, well, you're not, you're not really ready to go. Usually if you're at that point, they send you back home. Um, But because they wanted to induce me, I stayed. Uh, They gave me a, oh, I remember the midwife came in and said, so you have to open up more. You have two options. We either put a balloon catheter inside inside you, and that's going to open you up. Um, if that doesn't work, then we give you a pill, um, and that's supposed to really open you up. And you can either just try one at a time, mm-hmm. or you can do both. Um, my mom had a friend whose daughter went through a similar situation, and she did one at a time and it took it was a longer process so my mom said you're strong tell them you want both at the same time it's gonna hurt no matter what yeah and so i was like okay you know i'm gonna do what my mom said and Uh i am strong i have a pretty high pain tolerance um so i said no i want both and she's like oh i don't advise you do that Mm -hmm. so um 
we did only do one at a time. It took way long. Yeah, we should have just done the two. We should have just done the two. I I should have voiced what I wanted. I should have been more firm about what I wanted because it just it would have been better. So we yeah. So went <laughs> we went with yeah. what they said. So the the first thing took like twelve or fourteen hours. And then finally they're like, oh, you know what? Uh, you're still not opening up. So we're going to go ahead and do the, the second procedure or the second medication. And that's when, like, the, the contractions really started coming in. Yeah. That one, like, worked fast. Yeah. It, it worked pretty fast. So my mom was still with us. So she was at the hospital with me. This was before COVID, too. So they were a little more easygoing with the rules. So I had my husband, Michael, there, and my mom, and... Yeah, this is pre-COVID. Yeah, this is pre-COVID, and... You know what it was? Uh, the, when they start, when the COVID news first started hitting, I thought it was going to be, like, one of those, those other Chinese, uh, like, uh, fads, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know how they came out with SARS a few years before, mm-hmm. and... Uh, H1N1? Was it H1N1? I don't even remember. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of them. I was like, ah, fuck. You guys just all, they always blow it up. Like, it, it, it's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's nothing. It was and, real. Yeah, it was for real. Yeah. Two years later. Yeah, it's, two years It's still later. here. Yeah, like, people still wear a mask. But, um, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a free for all at the hospital with me. Yeah, it was super, super cool. Before COVID, you know, less rules. I could have had it... I don't know how many people in there, a bunch of people, but I didn't. I only had my mom and Michael. Um, Michael's mom showed up, and this was the night before I had Andrew. She was like, uh, you still look good. And I was like, well, I'm in pain, but, yeah, it's not that bad. Uh, and they come in, and they ask you, like, how's your pain tolerance from, you know, 1 to 10? Um and they, you know, you tell them, okay, like I'm at a two, I'm at a three, I'm at a four. Like the more time goes on, obviously the pain gets stronger. Um, they they were like, I don't know, they were kind of like in disbelief. Like, so you're not in any pain, like serious. Yeah. And, you know, in my head, I kept thinking like, what, what do you want me to? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm really not in that much pain. Like, yes, it this sucks. I don't want to be in this position, like feeling uncomfortable, but am I, do I feel like I'm going to die? No, I don't feel like I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, they, so this was the night before back, back to it. This was the night before. And, um, you know, we asked the doctor, when do you think I'm going to have it? You know, what, what's going on at this point? My water had not broke yet or, you know, like ruptured. Um, so that, you know, I, I rest. Um, I don't really sleep. Michael did sleep that night. I don't, I didn't really sleep. The next day comes by, uh, my mom and Michael's mom go home. I said, you know, go get some rest. I don't think I'm going to have the baby. It's like this weird feeling. Like you kind of know. Um, and then the next day my mom came back. Um, I think your mom, yeah, she might have been the the the, the last days. When no, but I'm not sure she had work right? or. 
I'm, I'm not sure. She wasn't there during the day. No. Um, yeah, I had really bad contractions, um, but I was still able to walk. Uh, my mom was keeping me company, and um, I was still able to walk. I was still doing okay. Like around 7.30, like around 7.30, they started getting really strong. Yeah. The doctor came in and funny enough for girls that have been through this, my water had still not, had had still not broke. So she said, you know, I'm going to go in there and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to break it. And so she checked me. And she barely had even gone in and boom, a gush of like of water comes out. It feels like you peed yourself. Uh, it's the weirdest feeling. Uh, but she's like, oh, your water broke. I didn't, I barely even touched it. So in my head, I thought, okay, that that's good. That means that my body was already on its way to do, to doing its thing. It was like 10 minutes away. Yeah. And um, so my water broke. Um, and she said, oh, it's a, a little bit like brown green, mm-hmm. which means, um, yeah, Andy had, uh, pooped inside. yeah, Andy had pooped inside. So, um, it, that could be a bad thing because if he, uh, breathes that poop in, mm-hmm. um, you know, he could get like an infection or whatever. Uh, so she's like, oh, okay, we don't want to wait too long. Uh, you know, we got to make sure we get the baby out because, uh, that could be a bad thing. I don't. I didn't really know what was going on, so I looked at my mom. I remember looking at my mom and like, she she just had this way of like knowing. Like, how could you not, right? A mom and daughter. Like, we had a really good relationship, really good connection. Um, so I looked at her like, uh, what does that mean? Am am I gonna be okay? And she she looked at me and she gave me this look like everything's okay, and she said. Tú también te hiciste cuando, cuando yo estaba uh, a punto de tenerte. And, and she's like, y, y tú saliste bien. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm not worried. Um, the last moments before you're going to have a kid, man. Oh, uh, I didn't even say. Mm-hmm. I said it in the last episode, but I didn't say it now. I did not get the epidural. No. So I went in there very uh, hippy-dippy. No. <laughs> Um, I had a humidifier with essential oils. Um, I was playing like very calming instrumental music. My mom was praying and like we were just really trying to like mind over matter, trying to just keep it chill. I think we dimmed the lights a little bit. Uh, Michael was on board with, you know, babe, like I really don't want to get the epidural. I've heard so many women say that they have back problems and back pain and you know i think i can do it and the needle's massive yeah and i'm not scared of needles i wasn't so much scared for the pain of the epidural uh i was just more like i hate what could happen after like i hear that you could be in a lot of pain and that sucks Mm -hmm. i don't want to do that um i wanted to be able to to walk after having the baby. I mean, really, you're not walking after you have the baby, but I don't know. I just didn't want to feel feel that numbness, you know? Um, no, no shade to anybody that has gotten it or plans on getting it. Um, you know, thank God that something like that exists. 
because uh, that would would suck. I'm sure that um, you know we some women can't tolerate that pain as well as others can. It hurts. It hurts. No doubt about it. Um, so no epidural. So I was feeling every contraction. Um, like what, 30 minutes before I had the baby? Yeah, actually, you, you had decided to to get the epidural. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, but that was like 10 minutes before. Yeah, yeah. So, so 10 minutes um, right before having Andrew. Um, and even, I would say, a good 30 minutes. Um, you go into, like, this state of, like, for me at least, I, sh- I was shaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I threw up. I was in a lot of pain. Like my body was going through like a crazy sick shock. Yeah, and the, the problem was that the, the the nurses had said, "Oh no, you're still waiting for another three, four, five hours." Yeah, and I was like, "I can't yeah. do this no. for hours. I can do it for another hour." Yeah. But the the pain that I was feeling and like the shaking, shivering, um. I was like, this is not, this is not something I can do for hours. I can do this for another hour. But if she's saying I'm not going to have the kid for another three, four hours, like I need the epidural then I can't do this. And my mom's like, no, you know, we had a plan. You, you're almost there. You're almost there. I think she knew. Mm -hmm. She knew what was going on. Um, so if you look it up, um, when you start getting the shakes, when you start feeling like you can't take it anymore, um you you literally feel like you're gonna die the baby's coming in like 10 minutes yeah don't don't let the nurses tell you otherwise yeah they 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 were so wrong um that was like 10 minutes before they started getting everything ready they brought in the the thing for epidural and then uh, i was like i gotta i gotta i gotta poop yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's what it feels like like you gotta poop and they were like, oh, no, that my mom said, no, no, no. That means you got to you got to push. Yeah, because I, I, I told the nurse, like, please go with the doctor, have her check her again and make sure that, that you know, that you're right, that she's not going to have the baby anytime soon. The doctor comes in and says, oh, no, this is coming right now. Yeah. And then that's when the, the mad rush comes in from the other nurses. Like, get all the equipment, get all the pillows. And, yeah, like, yeah. they put, they bring down this crazy-looking light from the ceiling, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of sheets. They turn on the little light for the baby, the little, like, the little baby bed. Yep. Um, they gotta heat the bed. Yeah, they gotta heat the bed for the baby. Uh, they bring your, your, your bed down. Although, for Andy, they didn't bring it all the way down, like, not flat. I was kind of, like, in a sitting-slash-laying-down position. Weird. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I think you you guys understand what I'm saying, but um yeah, he was coming and he came. Yeah. Um Andrew came out in like three pushes. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty quick. <laughs> it was very quick, thank God. Not uh, even ten minutes. Not even ten minutes. Um I did tear a little bit, but the the midwife said it's not it's not big enough to where I need to sew anything. Everything's all good. She's going to heal on her own. Um, again, my mom was there, so I was like, Mom, how does it look? <laughs> Am I going to be okay? She's like, I think you're fine. Just leave it alone. And, and I did because I didn't get the epidural. Um, I As soon as Andrew came out, it's like a wave of adrenaline hits you, and you're awake. 
and you're in like, okay, this is my baby now. You can't believe it. Um, I felt like Superwoman. Um, and all the nurses were congratulating me, like, good job, you did so good. Because um, they kept trying to push the epidural on me the whole time. Yeah, you sure, um, you sure, you sure? And I was like, I'm sure, I'm, I got it, I got it. And when I couldn't take it anymore, when I did ask for it, it was too late. Andrew was already coming out, and that's why I couldn't take it. That's why I was in so much pain. Yeah, they had brought it out, um, but then they checked, that's when the doctor checked you again. Said, no, there's no way, it's yeah. too late. It's too late. The baby's coming. And the baby came in like 10 minutes. Yeah. So. But <laughs> it worked out. I, I I didn't have to do it. I think uh, I we joke about it or I always joke about it. Yeah. And God was like, not today. You're going to do it without the epidural. And I did. And now we have a, a son. Mm-hmm. Um, having one baby was the best gift ever. I fell more in love with Michael. Um, I love the dad that that he is. I love the husband that he is. I love the man that he is. And kids just bring you closer, at least in our case. Um, yeah, definitely. And we talked right away about, okay, are we going to have... We, we I mean, we had said we wanted yeah. two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we had said that we wanted our kids back-to-back. Yeah. Um, and because yeah, your mom had said like no you should wait like three four years and i said nah <laughs> <laughs> nah because uh with andy like the because i really appreciate going to sleep and i like i don't like waking up every hour and a half like we did for six months with andy and i said if i have to go through this again i don't have to like uh, psych myself out wait three four five years and do it all over i want yeah. to do it right away and then you know yeah. That, that's it. Sauce. Yeah. Um, my mom thought it was funny because she's like, he's not the one that, that's going to have the baby. It's you. How do you feel? And I was like, well, I do want my baby back to back. I do want them to be close in age. Yeah, that's it. Um, I wasn't even thinking about age, but I guess that kind of was a factor too. Um, and Andrew was nine months when I got pregnant with our second baby. And this baby, this pregnancy, at the beginning was super, super happy. Like everything was great. Mm -hmm. I found out um, that I was pregnant, I think September. Um, My mom had a stroke in October. So things were a little harder after that. You know, what should have been like a super happy time um, sometimes was a little sad because of what my mom was going through. Um, She had brain cancer. Um, So that was really difficult. And um, she did know that I was going to have a girl. Uh, She was super happy about that. Um, So that made it very special. That made it very, very special. Um, but it was just a little different, you know. With Andrew, everything was super happy. Yeah. With Olivia, towards the end, um, it was like a little, a little hard. Um, but for Olivia, I made it to thirty-nine weeks. Um, we go to the hospital, and I'm dilated. She's ready to come out. 
Um, and she, I was only at the hospital for like two days. Uh, two days point, total. Yeah, at this point we were pros. We got there. She was born um, in the afternoon. That same we got there. I remember we got, we got there, and then in the afternoon she was born. We didn't have to wait. We got there in the morning. Yeah, yeah. we got there in the morning, and in the afternoon she was born. And then the next day, we were already asking to go home. Because we got, um, uh, not, not lied to, but like we got like uh, convinced to stay an extra night in the hospital uh, for Andy. And it, it sucks. It sucks staying in the hospital. Yeah. They, they really don't do much. All they do, really, is go in and wake you up. Yeah, so you're on one side, the side where you still haven't given birth. Mm -hmm. The nurses are so nice. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, my gosh. They go above and beyond. They're so friendly, so understanding. Um, I think because they know you're in pain. Mm -hmm. um, and then w once you have the baby, they transfer you to the other side of the hospital. The nurses are still nice but they're just not as attentive as the ones on the other side. And it was more like annoying. I just wanted to be home in my bed, in my area, in my comfort zone with yeah. my baby. And like being at the hospital sucked. Oh my God, yeah. And they come in, like I said, every two hours. Did you feed them already? Like, dude, you were just here 30 minutes ago. Relax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so with Olivia... Everything went way faster, way faster. Yeah. My water broke on its own. Um, the nurse came in and she's like, you're six centimeters. You're not ready. So then I said, okay, well, let's, let's keep this going. Mm -hmm. um, again, on my super hippy dippy stuff, brought my, my, the my, the diffuser. diffuser, not humidifier. The diffuser with my essential oils. I had my music going. The lights were dim. Again, I was like, I've done it once with no epidural. I can do this again. Um, now this is COVID time. Yep. So, uh, you know, you're wearing your mask, which is annoying. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really annoying because they test you when you go in. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, I don't have it. I haven't left the hospital yeah like where would i get it yeah exactly. can i please take my mask off yeah, I mean, yeah. that was super annoying i'm sorry i'm being a yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's crazy uh, how uh, to the lengths that they went yeah it was yeah. really dumb but whatever you know we follow the rules i wore my mask mm -hmm. and um so whatever the nurse came in and she's like you're not ready it's six centimeters you're not you're not there yet uh you got to get to 10 if you didn't know and um my water had not broke yet so then she came in my water broke on its own yeah. and i was like i gotta go to the bathroom so I, I go to the bathroom um i did pee and um yes it's confirmed my water had broke a little bit of blood comes out um and that just that's normal. It just means that the baby's coming soon. Um, and, and I started getting this feeling of like, um, I don't know, like uneasiness or like, like a little bit of anxiety, I guess. Yeah. Just uh, more pain. No, it's just more pain. And like, I knew what was coming and I don't know, I guess it's just 
like my body reacts very well i'm so proud of my body like it reacts really well to pregnancy and um this you know <laughs> i mean it was time i started getting the shakes again i was like i was really cold um i was in really crazy like pain the contractions were so bad I told Michael, I was like, I, I, it's, you know, I'm feeling that feeling again. I need the epidural. I can't take this anymore. Yeah, but Michael, I think Michael knew. Uh -huh. Like, no, this is how you felt last time. Yeah. And you didn't make it in time for the epidural. So it's happening again. But he was being a super supportive husband. He, he never, ever dismissed my feelings. Um, which is a tip that I, I want to give to, to partners out there. Um, you know, when your wife is going through labor, um, don't dismiss her feelings. Obviously, you don't know what she's going through. It hurts. And just be as supportive and as understanding as you can. Michael was. I really appreciate him for that. Especially because this time around, I didn't have my mom. It was just him and I. Um, so it made it just a little harder. I remember, just a little side note, when we were going on our way to the hospital, I broke down, I started crying. Um, a part of me was scared because I knew what was coming, it was gonna hurt. And another part of me was like, you know, I don't have my mom this time. And she had a way with words. She just knew how to like calm me down. Um, so that sucked a little bit, but Michael stepped in and really did what he needed to do. And um, he's like, everything's gonna be okay. The nurse was like, okay, so you want the epidural? Like, she was like, whatever about it. Um, yeah, so she called the, the people to bring in the epidural stuff. Yeah, yeah, and again, they didn't believe you. They're like, hey, the, the baby's coming right now. And yeah. Like, no, you're, 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 still not, you're still not dilated. So yeah, you could get the epidural, everything's yeah. fine. And what sucks is that, I don't know, what their issue was about checking, but like, come on, like she's telling you, like she doesn't feel good. At least check her. Because I mean, there's a risk of infection. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, especially because my water had already mm. broke, so that means the baby was in there with no more liquid. So, mm -hmm. I get it. I get it, but also like. But again, like they were, they were almost late to the party. Yeah. Like, she she was on her way already. Yeah. Like I think she was she was poking through. When they rushed, uh, they rushed in to, to like basically catch her. Yeah. Yeah. So then Michael told the nurse, hey, this happened to her last time. Mm -hmm. She started feeling the exact same thing that she's going through now. And the baby came out in 10 minutes. So I think she's going to have the baby now. Mm. And she did listen to you, uh, sort of. <laughs> like, oh, but there was like yes. a, another girl that was prepping. Some What was she doing? I don't even know. So like some random girl and they're prepping something, mm -hmm. like getting ready for the birth. And um, I told Michael, I said, Michael, I have to poop. I have to poop. And and that that is the sign. Like that baby, like um, I think the baby's crowning at that point. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's why you feel that pressure. Yeah, when they came in, like the, the, the little head was already coming out. <laughs> so she calls the doctor and she's like, hey, uh, I think you should check her. She says she's got she's mm -hmm. to go. I think it's time. So, yeah, they checked me. Sure enough, yeah, she's good. like, you're 10 centimeters. And it was like less than 10 minutes. I went from 6 to 10. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, that was unbelievable. Yep. And yeah, sure enough. They, I, don't, I don't even think the doctor delivered the baby. It no. Was like, it was one of the nurses. Yeah. Because the, the doctor didn't get there in time. They, she didn't have her gloves on. Oh, that's it. Yeah. She was, she was like, you you can't push yet. You can't. The nurse was telling me, you can't push yet. She's like, the doctor doesn't even have her gloves on. And then I was thinking, like, what do you mean? I can't hold this. Yeah. The baby's coming out. And um, I, I mean, I held it as much as I could. But, yeah, they basically, I don't think she, she even put her gloves on. She I had to. She just stood by. Yeah. yeah. It was another nurse that, that, that delivered the baby. So, yeah. Olivia came out <laughs> in like one push. Um, and, oh my gosh, again, the best feeling in the world when you hear your baby cry and they put your baby on you because they do the skin to skin. Um, and, yeah. I love being a mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How was it for you in that delivery room? It was cool, you know. Um, it was a relief to, to see you not in pain anymore. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I already knew what to expect afterwards. So after that, I, I was cool. Yeah. As long as like, you weren't, you know, Yeah, yeah. hurting anymore. Yeah. That, that's what I cared about. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, both my babies, no problems. Um, so it's it's very common for babies to have jaundice when they're first born. What is jaundice? Um, you know, I don't know exactly what it is, but I know that they get um, like a little yellow tone in their skin. Mm. Um, and almost all babies that I've ever met <laughs> have mm-hmm. it, and it goes away like within a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sure it could turn into something very serious. Don't quote me on this. Um, but all the babies I've ever known, my older brother has had kids before me. My younger brother has had kids before me. They've all had jaundice. They're all super healthy and great. Um, so I, I thought, okay, if they tell me that the kids have it, like I'm not going to freak out. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but my kids did not have it. Nope. Nope. Thank God. Two very healthy babies. They are extremely smart. Um, and I am so proud to be their mom. Yep. And have chicken pox right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're vaccinated, so it's a very mild version of it. Yeah, it just looks like little, like little pimples on his chin. Um, yeah, it sucks when your kids get get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, yeah, I'm so happy to be a mom. I'm so happy that that they're healthy and thriving. Um, it makes me, it makes me feel like I'm doing something good. Yeah, the, the hardest part comes afterwards. Like, for me, it, it really wasn't sleep. Like, I, I, I did not like that. I, and we actually got lucky. Yeah. I've always told you this. We have really good kids. They're very calm. Um, Andrew started sleeping through the night at six months, yep. which was great. Yep. Um, I only breastfed Andrew till he was three months. Um, so I think that maybe that had a little bit to do with it. Um, Olivia, I breastfed her until a year and two months. Um, and she did not sleep through the night until she was about a year old, (laughs) but she would go to sleep right away. Yeah. Um, we have heard cases of where their kids or kids, babies wake up and they're up 
for hours mm -hmm. and don't go to sleep right away. Mm -hmm. Never the case for our kids. They would go to sleep right away. Um, it sucked waking up because we were used to having a full night's sleep. And, and with, with Annie, I remember it, it was every two hours on the dot. Yeah. And like I said, like I don't like waking up every two hours. So for me, I, I'd rather just stay up. Uh, and so so that's what we did. Like I, I would take the night shift. I'd, I'd be awake from like midnight to like six, seven in the morning. Yeah. But then um, when I go to sleep, like I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Michael, like Michael enjoys his sleep. So if he goes to sleep, he's not waking up. Mm -hmm. if, he, if he does wake up, because um, he has, he's just kind of like a little bit out of it. And I'm not like that. Um, if, it, if I have to wake up because one of the kids start, starts crying or anything, um, I'm in full like wake up mode. Except, I, get, I mean, I get grumpy. Mm -hmm. um, not with the kids, with him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like the other night you turned on the light by accident mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, come on, Michael. <laughs> yeah. <It happens. laughs> and I'm sorry, yeah. but yeah. Um, but we did take turns. Highly recommend you guys take turns. It's the only way that you guys can switch off, yeah, uh, by trying to get different. some rest. Everybody's different. You'll find your own routine. It just takes a couple of weeks. Yeah. And yeah. With, with Olivia. Whatever works for you, just do it. Yeah, with Olivia, I think she would sleep like three to four hours, so it was a lot better. It was a lot better. Yeah, it was a lot better, and then like she started sleeping through the night like at what three months? Like at two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. No. She st Yeah, she a slept through months. the night a couple nights at two weeks, and mm -hmm. I thought, oh, thank you God. Yeah. <laughs> this baby's gonna sleep through the night, <laughs> yeah. and then like at three months she would wake up every three four hours. Oh, so she, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but um, it still wasn't that bad. She would go to sleep right away. The only thing was, though, it's not like I could say, Michael, I'm going to stay sleeping. You you take care of her now mm -hmm. because I was breastfeeding. Yeah. So unless Michael was going to magically <laughs> get some milk, uh, you know, it wasn't going to happen. And it was way easier to just breastfeed her in bed. So that's what I did. Yeah, we just we had this like makeshift bed that uh, we took one of the walls off and just got it near our bed, so she would just have to reach over. Grab the it was a it was a co sleeper. There you go. It was yeah. meant for that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a co sleeper. Um, some parents are totally against co sleeping. Uh, Michael and I, from the beginning, we knew that we were gonna get sleep. We were not gonna uh, suffer. Um, trying to like make the kids sleep in their own bed or like some people do the cry it out method um i can't do that so they they do co-sleep with us um everyone has mixed feelings about co-sleeping um i don't really care mm -hmm. i love it yeah. and that's what works for us and that is the only way that michael and i were both gonna get rest um, happy baby, happy parents. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And that's all that mattered to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I am like a full-time working mom. Mm -hmm. Um, so as soon as the 40 days were up, um, maybe on a separate episode, I'll talk about the 40 days, but I kept the 40 days, uh, you know, the cuarentena. 
So as soon as those 40 days were up, I went back to work. And so I needed to get my rest. I work with numbers. So my brain needs to be clear um, and and I need to be rested so that I don't screw up. Yeah, yeah. Because math, <laughs> I love math, but you can screw it up if you're not... <laughs> If you're not well uh, rested. Yeah, you can't be using your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can, but... Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, sleep was super important to us. So we, we decided we were going to co-sleep, and that's what worked for us. And uh, no regrets. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> need, to get, need to get that tattoo. <laughs> yeah, no regrets. Um, but that's it. That's pretty much my story. Or yeah. our birth yeah. story. And so far. So our far. birth stories. Yeah. What do you mean so far? That's it. No more no. kids. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that so far with the kids are as of right now. Right now, they, they sleep great, you know? Yeah, they, they sleep they great. Play with, they, they play uh, with their toys together, you know? Yeah, they, they're, they're we have walking. really good kids. They're both walking. Andrew's potty trained. Yeah, I think we're coming out of the baby stage and going into toddler. Toddler, yeah. And man, it feels good. Yeah. It feels really, really good so happy to to like see our progress as parents to see their progress as kids and to see our progress as a family yeah for real yeah so so yeah there you have it folks that's our story uh we're gonna go ahead and close this out i thank you guys so much for listening if you guys have any questions please send me a message you guys can go follow me on instagram at it's Jessica, not Jennifer. And we're out. Thank you. Thanks for listening to It's Jessica, Not Jennifer, the podcast. Please subscribe on Instagram at It's Jessica, Not Jennifer. And please follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts.